Welcome to the Keybox Podcast. I'm your host, Joaquin Ramirez. I created this podcast because during the last six years working as a real estate agent in Northern California, I have met some amazing people. I wanted to have an in-depth conversation with them to find out what drives them and what makes them successful in the world of real estate. Come join me on my podcast journey as I talk to these pros about real estate and real life. You'll definitely walk away with some gems. I know I will. I have a great guest for you guys today. He's in the real estate, home mortgage business, an entrepreneur, a team leader, always giving back to his community and inspiring people around him, including myself, a true inspiration for sure. My guest this week, my good friend, Andy Samora. Enjoy. Andy Samora, what's up, brother? There we go. Uh, I'm ready. Bien? Of course, brother. I can hear you loud and clear. Good, good. Fantastic. Fantastic, man. So you were just telling me right now that you were talking to kids. So I'm curious to know, what did you tell them? Man, I tell them that they, should, they shouldn't stress too much about growing up sooner than later. I know that when you're 16, 17, 18, you got your parents in your ear telling you you should be doing this and that by this age. And, and truthfully, man, I've seen 20, 30, 40, 50, 60-year-olds now more than ever that are verbalizing, being vocal about the fact that they don't have it figured out. So I don't expect a 16, 17, 18-year-old to know, know the ropes, know... Uh, exactly what they want to do with their life, man. It's all good. Just avoid the big mistakes. Worry about the, the the building the right habits and stay aware, man. Relax. You don't have to. You don't have to uh, adopt all that pressure that our parents sometimes put on us. Although we know that they come from a good place, they're good intentions. But I, I was just telling them, like, relax, man. Relax. You guys are gonna be good. So how did that come about? Like, how did you get in front of kids? Yeah, I have a lot of, you know, I have a lot it was, of... It wasn't community service, right? No, I, I have a lot of <laughs> friendships nowadays. You, you being a, another one of those great friendships. Oh, I appreciate you, man. I, um, I've i just been blessed to connect with yeah. really cool, a friend a, a friend that I met through social media. That's what he does. He's a keynote speaker. He typically speaks to high school students, college students, immigrant students. And he said, Andy, I love your story. I went to your events. I'd love to plug you in. I know that that you have a lot of value um, and he's been connecting me. He gave me a chart with with about, I don't know, 10, 10, uh, speeches, 10, 10 schools that he's going to put me in front of. And it's what I'm most passionate about, brother. I went to school to be a teacher to help mm. those, those in particular, those that are 16, 17, 18, looking to, to, to figure out what what they're going to do, which route they're going to take. Because I know, brother, that at that age, at that age, they're so so susceptible to taking man all these avenues that can impact the rest of their life you know some of them might pick up the good habits might pick up the bad habits the drinking the smoking the party uh the the starting a family young the going straight into the work field or they can go into college or you know i want to catch them at that age where they're trying to figure it out to just give them a you know an idea what certain routes could lead to is it fair? I feel the same way, man. So when you say that, it resonates with me too, because I've always wanted to help people. And yeah. for me, I don't know if this resonates with you, 
I've always wanted to help people because when I was growing up, I felt like I needed that person to kind of yeah. like guide me the right way. You mm. know, um, gradually, you know, I, I've talked to you about this in the yeah. past. I grew up with a bad crowd and, you know, I'm guilty. Yeah. We all have free will. Right. Um, but that's why I went into the service. That's at least that's one of the reasons why I yeah. went into the military, because I felt like, you know what? I, I need to be around people who, who are solid. And, and in my mind, right, because you're, you're a 17 year old kid, at least I was right at the time. It's very naive for me, someone in the military. I thought like, wow, these guys have their shit together. Yeah. Um, obviously, you know, some do and some don't. We're all humans. But yeah, yeah I feel like I needed that. I, I needed that guidance. And that's what went to the service. And, and is that kind of where you were at around that time, like 16, 17, where you felt like, yo, Estoy haciendo, but you know, you yeah. kind of go with it, right? Yeah, look, I was always a kid that that uh, had to settle. There's so many things that I wanted in life when I was a little kid, and and, and uh, I had to get even the damn ice cream that was right under the price range that, <laughs> that I wanted the damn snow cone with the Oreo, and yeah. I had a, the one that was an orange one with like some type of cream filling just because it was it was more economical. And I always wanted the Air Force ones, but I had to get the Nikes that were on sale. I always right. had a, I always thought to myself, man, if someone would just, just tell me what to do. Yeah. I would see a, a one of these exotic cars. Uh, I would, I would just think to myself like, man, I wonder what they do for a living. And most importantly, if, if someone that was able to accomplish that would tell me what to do, I knew in my heart that I'd be willing to put in the work so that I wouldn't have to settle so that I could have what my little heart desired. So then I realized that through mentorship, through having someone that, that can guide you, some of these things could become a reality. And, you know, I found mine when I was 27 years old. And, and all I'm trying to do is, is be that person for as many people as I can at, the, at a younger age. I found them at 27. And luckily I survived, you know, a lot of things that could have gone bad. But, you know, um, yeah, I know that there's some 16, 17, 18 year olds that that would love to to get some mentorship. And, you know, I'm, I'm looking to be, be that person or one of those people. You know, I, I think a lot of people talk about kids having it easy. But see, the point is up inside. If you think about it, at least, you know, what I think sometimes is that they might have it a, a little bit harder. Right. And the aspect that they have to grow up in the, in the age of social media. Yeah. And, 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 and they don't know how to handle these emotions, you know. I've met, I mean, listen, there's people our age that are very like uh, passive aggressive and that kind of stuff, right? So imagine a young kid having to deal with like social media and probably being, um, you know, pushed to the side because maybe quote unquote, they're not cool or whatever the case may be, right? At the same time though, even though they have, you know, a, a difficult kind of upbringing, they also have the equal amount of opportunity that yeah. we didn't have. Yeah. So it's so important that you've taken, you know, that role of just really trying to let them know, like, hey, listen, you guys have a wonderful opportunity here. I mean, think about it. We literally Beautiful. walking around. We're walking around with computers. Yeah. You know, we're walking around with computers and and, and we really have to find a way to to, you know, express ourselves and, and, and try to be successful for for various different reasons. But the, the, the key is, you know, to to reach for something that will make an impact in their lives and kind of be able to spread that out. And I think they have a bigger opportunity now than they did back when we were growing up, like, you know, the the late yeah. 80s, the, the early 90s or even 2000s. Yeah, yeah I know that, that you know, I, I've been voicing this recently, but going back to that 
that luxury car, that exotic car, and me thinking, man, if someone um, that has reached high levels of success would just tell me what to do, I know I would do it. The thing is now a lot of these people that are accomplished and yeah. success, they're actually accessible now. Mm. So if that were someone that you wanted to be, it's not for everybody, but if your heart had that uh, in there, that man, I would love to be that person uh, one day in my life, that's, that's available. You know, and, and you mentioned gift. And, and, and when I think of gift, I think of some of the crazy things that were happening, you know, uh, around the world not too long ago, where people were hanging outside of the damn plane to try and, and make it to this country. You know, and a lot of the times, unless you, you're from somewhere else or you come from, from a third world country or you know have traveled and, and know what it's like in other places, you don't, you don't, you don't even know how blessed we are. How, how grateful we should be uh, by, by being where we're at, you know, in, in, in this soil. So, yeah, man, it's, it's, a, it's a responsibility for us to wake some of our people up, to turn that switch on so that, you know, they go after it. You know, that yeah. there's people that would kill to, to, and risk their lives to, to, to make it out here. So, 100%. Um, I wanted to ask you, so, you, okay, so you work with uh, TMG. Correct. The mortgage guys. Yeah. Now I know what you do, right? You're a lender, you're a team leader, but how would you describe your role? We're in the in the changing lives business. Ooh. Changing because what we do is it's been something that that uh has been in discussion recently. I was like, so ooh, I never heard that, man. That's good. Yeah, well, <laughs> tell me this because this has been we've been getting coaching on that recently. When we go to events and seminars, they ask us, What do you do for a living? And if I say, if my sister and I say, Oh yeah, we're in the mortgage mortgage business, in the real estate business. It sounds like that's not really it. There's more to that. And and what we have identified was that man, we're so heavy in, in, in making sure we impact all areas of life that we know for sure if we keep doing the right things, if we build on the right habits, what 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 comes out of that, what, what the harvest ends up being is a, a completely different life. So we're in the changing lives business, brother. And and it's not just with our team, our circle, but that's what we put out uh, uh, and use these social media platforms for. And, you know, it's it's extremely rewarding to see people, you know, uh, really benefit from that. And, and then they hit us with a thank you. Uh, most gratifying thing for sure. Now, th this has not always been, I imagine, where you've been at. So can you talk oh. a little bit about what are some of like the earlier jobs that you've had? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've all, we've all had, you know, our our, our journeys and I yeah. did a young age, my parents owned a restaurant. I was a buster. I was a, you know, I did uh, some, some waiting, waiting jobs. I worked two days and a half, bro. That's all it took two days and a half in, um, in La Cherry. I was like, Oh, hell no. I was a terrible student, but I said, I'd rather be in class trying to figure this, this school thing out than trying to make a living doing this shit. It took yeah. me two days to realize that. So I, I did a, just two days and a half of that. Then I was I worked at Walmart at a Walmart. That was my first legit job, pushing carts. So I did that. I then luckily, thank God, I, I was railed into sales, which I was just fortunate enough to be railed in there. I sold knives. That was my first sales job. I literally would go to Damn. people's throw and sell them on on like how they should be using certain knives for certain certain foods for vegetables it should be this for meat it should be this for 
don't know. I was, I, I didn't even know how to cook. I didn't know how to use these things, you know, but I'm over here giving senoras like a presentation. This is how you make a ceviche. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it turned to, oh, this, oh shit. You know, I, I still, still don't know how to cook, uh, but I learned how to use some of those knives. Not yet. Not, not yet. Not yet. And, and then I, I jumped onto into different types of sales. I then sold cars for a few years. This whole time I'm working for the best, the best of the best. So when I sold knives, I was with the best uh, company uh, that, that sold knives. And then when I sold cars, I was with the best used car uh, wholesale retailer. And then I sold, uh, I sold solar and then I was with the best solar company. So I was almost getting schooling on, on legit businesses and how they do their thing. And, and knowing that, you know, one day I'm going to aim to, to open up my own thing, no idea in what, but I'm going to, I'm going to see what they do here. So I knew I was studying until eventually I, you know, after graduating, the last job I had was solar. And then I was introduced to mortgage, to mortgages and, and began that, that career. So what do you think, what, what would you recommend for a, a brand new salesman? Like what yeah. are some of the things that they have to focus on? Because obviously, you know, you've gone through, yeah. Uh, yeah. great education by experience and I'm sure by, you know, formally as well. Right. But what are some of the tips that you would give a brand new salesman? I would, I would start with a company, probably a corporate company that has good training programs for salesmen. So for me to, to work at CarMax, which was, they're the number one used car retailer. They had a beautiful layout. On, on sales training. So it was my school, my schooling on sales. And that just got me to a, a, a intermediate level. So that now from the intermediate to a, a solid level, it was, it was gonna be experience, really hands-on. So I'd say join a company that has a good sales training program in place and, and start there. It doesn't have to be the product that you're totally in love with or the, the product that you wanna you know, con continue on with with your career, but I would get that training from a, a legit place first. Talk, talk to me about, um, you know, we, we've talked about this too, you know, in the past, but talk about how important it is to have someone that's really influential, but a, a positive role model in your life. Cause I know that we've talked and you've mentioned that, you know, there's a few people in your life who kind of came across at the right time, you met them, um, and they were able to really, really assist you, right? And I guess this goes into both, I guess, within the conversation of sales and also uh, both professionally and personal growth. But how important is that uh, once you are in sales to kind of be able to adapt or attach yourself to someone that you feel like, yo, they're, they're doing excellent? Yeah, so let me see if I understand the question correctly. Uh, and, and I have to ask for your permission. Yeah. Can I do that? Yeah, of course, bro. <laughs> okay, bro. Okay. So look, mentorship, brother, it, it's, it's one, it has to align with core values. Like I have no respect for someone that I have no respect for. So business is not going to be the reason why I, I become submissive to, to someone. So then uh, when, when you think of mentorship, you think of someone that has cheat codes, someone that has done something that you're, you're looking to accomplish and they already have answers to every problem or some of the problems that you're looking to solve for. So I look at a mentor what area of my life am I looking to level up in? 
I look at core values. Is it aligned? Because that's where everything starts. You could be the most successful. You could be a billionaire. I don't care if you're a billionaire. If how, if I see how you treat people outside of work, if I see character, if I see how you talk to a homeless or, or a waiter, you know, so then it starts there. And just knowing that, that um, they can make the learning curve shorter. You can get to your destination, to your goal faster by finding a mentor. But it starts with core values. I agree with that a lot. You know, I think I think in general, people like to push, um, you know, being known and uh, getting out there and doing this. But I'm thinking to myself, I think character is a little bit more important than that, because it doesn't mean it doesn't matter if a million people get to know you. But if they know you for the wrong reasons, right? Oh, you're that guy who burns people. You're the guy who cheats people. You're the guy who probably talks behind. Like, you don't want to be, believe me, you don't want to be known for that. Yeah. Uh, you want to be known for that person who says, hey, I'm going to do something and does it. You want to be known for that person who, like you said, treats people right, treats people well. And um, that is so true. I think nowadays, I think that's something that's kind of lost in, in this world of uh, attention, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, but it's really uh, good to hear that's kind of refreshing to hear that, that, you, you know, you kind of take that as a really important uh, key factor in uh, how you move along. Yes, yes, for sure. Uh, I, I think that like just to add on, um, man, there's so many amazing people out there, just like there is everything else. And, you know, when, when you, you start to get a little bit of, let's just say, the, the resource we call money, uh, it just amplifies that. And I know you know that. It just really shows who you are deep inside at a bigger level. 100%. You're, you're a great person. You're going to do some of the things that we like to do, which is, you know, look for ways to continue to give back to our people. If you're bad person then you're gonna be doing you know silly things at a bigger scale so you know it's it, it becomes easier and easier to find who who to follow um especially when you get to see you know how they carry themselves more than anything outside of the business yeah you know i i, I think uh money is like a superpower exactly what you're saying you know you have the, the superman of the worlds right and then you have his nemesis right you have the batmans of the worlds and then you have you know your jokers so yeah, 100%, I think it's a superpower and it really reveals who you are and what your goals are. I mean, I've been in situations where, um, you know, I've been burnt and it hurts, you know what I mean? Like financially, right? You're like, damn, like I really thought this person was gonna look out for me. I really thought this person wouldn't do that. I really thought I, I could admire this person. But then you take back, you kind of take a step back and go, well, th that's who they are. You know, mm -hmm. it's okay, they're, they're, they're trying to heal. They're yeah. trying to uh, figure themselves out. You know what I'm saying? They're just in a different stage right now where exactly. that they thought that was okay. Yeah, and exactly. I almost learned I almost learned a lesson uh, while they're also should have learned a lesson. Like we both lo we both learned lessons. Um, and it's yeah, it's, it, but then I, the biggest one is that that it really truly reveals who we are when 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 people do kind of like you said, good or bad <laughs> when they have a little bit of money. Hey, talk to me about uh, your parents, man, because I mean, not not too personal, but just how important uh, are your parents in your life? Because I feel like uh, they're, they're really important to you. Is, is that because, uh, you know, that's how you grew up or was it more like a, a reflection of like, hey, man, I messed up. What was I thinking? I got to really appreciate my parents because that was me. You know, yeah. I, I, I gave my mom a headache. I mean, she, my mom would tell you like, este niño me dio dolor de cabezas. Yeah. Um, you know, she was actually, as a matter of fact, I was talking to her yesterday and I, I was talking to her for about, uh, I don't know, a good hour, man. Just chopping it up with my mom. Love. 
And she was telling me that <laughs> when I was younger, I would come home high, all drunk, and that she would smack me. Yeah. And I wouldn't even feel it. Feel and, and she would say, pero Dios te guardó para algo. I don't know for what. You, you're, you're doing it. Yeah. Pero te ha guardado para algo. And that's all she leaves me with. And it feels really good to talk to my yeah. mom about that. But uh, talk a little bit about your family, brother, because I, I know that you love them and it's, it's good to see. Yeah, I'm the youngest of four. And, you know, they when when I went to... When I, when I was in school, I came out of school, they clocked into work. So I was always craving their time, their attention to make memories. I'm a mama's boy, uh, like a lot of us boys, you know, and, and, um, and at the same time, I was always very interested in knowing about how it was for them growing up. I love to learn about how we got here. And I love to hear about what they did when we got here. So I love to hear about the work that they had to put in, the hard labor jobs, the living conditions, all that was something that I was in tune with. And I also got to see, you know, um, them uh, settling for things that, that I know they wish they could do, they could do better or they, 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 were, they were always looking to provide just like many parents. And I didn't want them to, you know, I, I didn't want that to be the, the rest of their life. I want, I wanted to take that responsibility to say, hey, you, 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 this is our new floor, thanks to you. I'm gonna make sure that we, we now take it even 10 steps further, you know, because of, of your sacrifices and, and your pain tolerance and everything you did. So now I, I took that to heart and, and uh, it's beautiful, like you said, being able to speak to your parents and, and knowing that we were the bad boys growing up because I was the bad boy too. I was a very, I mean, from one to 10, <laughs> I was to, to admit this, but I was criado, bro. I was, I would talk back to them and it was just really, really bad. And it wasn't until I moved to Mexico for about a year mm. that I realized because I was really spoiled out here. I got to realize how life could have been completely different. You know, I got to see how people live out there. I mean, I was living under a roof where it was really, it was really challenging. I went from middle class to pretty, you know, it was a pretty bad situation. And, and it just, took, it just took me to, to living the rest of my life. When I came back in a very grateful state, I told my mom, like, am I, you're never going to have to wash a dish for me after this. And, and uh, from that moment on, I was on a mission to, to show them how grateful I was, you know, so any opportunity I got, I would help around the house. Uh, I was on a mission to, to embrace, embrace them, reminded them how much I love them every single time I got an opportunity because now I realized that, oh, man, they did the most to try and get me out here or put this in front of me and have this be a possibility. And, and I couldn't ignore it anymore. So, yeah, man, it's beautiful. Now, nowadays, they, they're extremely proud. My mom, it's the most rewarding thing. Like, you can, you can look at the material stuff, the keys to maybe my dream car growing up, but ain't nothing material, ain't no 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 better feeling than looking at a mom's eyes and knowing that they're extremely proud of their little one, you know, and, and uh, that's where we're at now, brother. So talk to me about where you guys are at with your, with uh, your business. Like you talked about, you guys are expanding. I know you guys have an office in LA, Modesto. Yeah. Uh, how's that going, it, man? Yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing, brother. We, we, we've been able to leverage social media better than I could have ever imagined. Uh, today we got a coaching call from you know from Patrick. There's a there's a few coaches that we have, and there's a gentleman there 
that is also in, in our coaching group. And he mentioned that he is a bit concerned because he's burning cash quick. He's got about 35 agents with him. He invests about $280,000 a month in leads and in marketing and brand awareness. And we realized that we're about, production-wise, we're both around 200 and something deals a year to date. But we spend zero on marketing. We, we don't buy ads. We don't do none of that. All we're doing is social media. And right now we're, we're a team of, uh, we just became a team of, we're north of 40 members. Mm-hmm. And our team added about 10 in these past three weeks. They start, there's a group of eight starting Monday. Wow. And now, now there's people that, that um, have been in the year in the business for five, six years, and they're already banking their quarter mail, 300,000, and they want to just take it to that next level where it really starts becoming a, a, a culture thing. Uh, uh, what, what, what information, what type of value can you provide that can help me then be able to lead a team? So now it goes from being a, a sales person to a sales leader. And that's where we have a little bit of experience and where we can, we can help them um, build a team because we're, we're using these social media platforms that are helping us attract, like we're not recruiting. They come to us for the right reasons. It helps that we're always posting about, you know, why we're doing what we're doing. Not, not entirely what we do. We're not posting too much of, we do loans, rates are good. Uh, FHA is amazing right now. The rates are under three. Yeah. So we, we post more on the, what we're doing, the project that we're doing in Mexico and people respect that and the right people gravitate to that, which then puts, puts a lot of people that are amazing human beings who are attracted to what we're about that we can, we can then distribute to some of uh, some, some individuals that are looking to grow and build their teams. So we can help our people build teams by connecting them with some of the people that want to join our, our group. So it's a, it's amazing, brother. I, it's been, it's been happening really fast and, you know, we're just blessed to, to have so many people believe in, in what we're doing. We're looking to make a jump by the time this airs, or I don't know how long it'll take before it airs, brother, but we're looking to make a jump. We're going to open our own company. Now, I should be cautious about saying it, but yeah, all good. But we're, we're, we're in the works. Uh, it's in the works. And when I told the team, like, guys, I need you guys to know, this is in motion. How do you guys feel? Everybody was like, man, I'm, I'm rolling with the team. I'm rolling with the group. And, we'll, you know, wherever you lead this, brother, we're, we're rolling with you. And I know it ain't a me, uh, it's a we, it's, it really is a, an amazing group. It, it's just been fortunate enough that I've been one to, to, to grab that attention. But once they get to sit and interact with the group, it, it, that's where it's really at. Cause it, it ain't at Andy, bro. Andy is terrible at so many things. I mean, terrible, but, but if there's one thing that, you know, that, that I'm pretty decent at is, uh, you know, selling, selling the bigger picture, you know, it's, it's so, it's, so it's going to be. It's going to be, I almost want to say, um, fairly easy for us to take advantage of what this business has to offer and be able to take care of ourselves and our families. Like if your goal is to take care of wife and kids, this business is going to be, it's going to be able to provide that. But if you want to do something a little bigger or better yet, a lot bigger, we can do it. And that's what we're here for. That's what we're, we're looking to be that, that person in the family that someone later on will say, Man, because of my great, great, great grandpa Joaquin, we're able to have, you know, this. So the members in our team are the ones raising their hand saying, hey, I'm going to be the one to cross the border because I want my family to be born in the States. 
and I want them to have an opportunity to do something big with their life or something better for their life. So that's all I'm saying. Their new floor, and I'm raising my hand. I'll do it. I, I like how you, you, you said that, uh, Grandpa Joaquin, you know, I, I tell my, 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 my stepson, I go, there's only two people that you should be trying to impress. Your eight-year-old version of yourself, that's the kid that can dream. Uh-huh. And that grandpa, that 80-year-old version of uh-huh. yourself. Yeah. And, I, and, and when you said that, I thought about that because it's so true. Uh, what we do now what we do in five years, 10 years, 20, 30, it's going to definitely trickle down to our, our, our legacy, right? What we're about the same way that our grandparents, which by the way, I love the fact that you are interested in people's journeys. I always think to myself, let me stack a little, a little bit of dough. And I want to do a documentary about that. Just, just talk to people about their journey and have people like reenact it. I just feel like those so visual because when people talk in the news, right, when people hear like what's going on, they're so disconnected from it because it's a, it's a 30, 60 second clip and it's like, ah, eh, whatever. But um, I, I'm really in tune with what people have to say and, and what they went through because there's always lessons. I learned from everybody, everybody, you know, and especially these people who were so brave. Talk about like being brave and courageous, having that fear um you know maybe you can even say a little naive right because they don't know what they're expecting but there was something that they were going for that was just so much better than what they could have stayed for but um i i really love that uh back back to your company uh real quick um i feel just by talking to you that you're really big on abundance like that abundance mentality can you talk a little bit about that yeah i mean it's just being aware that limitations are where you put them at, you know, I, I, I have sometimes, you know, people ask me, what do you see you accomplishing in a year or five years? I'm like, oh, man, I, I almost don't to put that out there. It's I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, my man is taking care of everything. I'm just maximizing what's in front of me. And I'm not setting bars. I'm not setting any, any, I, I almost even targets, brother. I don't, I used to say, I want to hit X amount of money. X amount of production. I want X amount of people in our team, but that's been, that's out the window. Uh, it's been out the window since I've seen this manifest at the, at the speed, at the rate and how God has want, wanted this to happen because there's so many things that I did not have planned and, and they're working now and it's been beautiful. And, and it's been uh, like a, what a coincidence type of deal. And I know who's, who's doing the whole thing, who's orchestrating the thing. Yeah, you know, so so yeah, I, I don't I don't set a, a limit on on anything, you know. I it, it's uh it's it's God's plan, brother. So, but you put it into work, right? You know, it looks yeah. like I mean, you are, and and that's the thing. That's 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 the the difference maker, right? Yeah, the work. Um, I, I always I always say, you know, what you want is actually coming towards you. Yeah, you just meet it half. You have to meet it halfway yeah. with hard work. Yeah. So I I you know I. What I do know is that I want an extraordinary life. I'm aiming for the what's going to be able to get passed on to the next one. So that's what I do know. And and what I focus on is making sure that every day I empty the tank. That's it, man. I just empty the tank today. That's it. And I take that that approach every day. What's the biggest challenge that you're facing uh, in your business or that you feel you face? Um... One One is keeping up with with the growth that 
that we have. I know that my version of Andy, this person in front of you, is not good enough to get us to where we're where we're heading. There's too many people. There's too many personalities. There's so many goals and visions that everybody has that I am committed to. But I know that I need to get way better, man. Like I ain't, yeah. I ain't where I, I ain't where I need to be. So I'm constantly. Uh, I got this internal clock that's always bugging me, man. Like, Andy, you got to get better, bro. It ain't about you, dog. Like, if it was about you, you would have been cool. But you got all these people that are betting on you. So you need to make sure that you you put yourself in a position where you're giving them what they need to hit their goals because they got their families to feed. They got their bills to pay. They got their dreams that they're chasing, and they bet on you. So you need to you need to get better because you just ain't there yet. You know, so I'm constantly trying to meet that, that, that dude. And when I get there, it's just next 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 that's a challenge have you always been like that or was there like an incident where you said yo i gotta nah man i gotta i I gotta take it up a notch i've always had an obsessive personality when i was playing tetherball in middle school brother i had (laughs) rain or or shine like i was out there playing playing a tetherball and then that switched to to soccer at some point and then if it's a video game i was upset bro i would miss school i would do the most to make sure that i was i was legit at whatever i was doing and and i knew that one day i was gonna take that obsessive obsessive personality and apply it into business and it was just a matter of finding out what business what vehicle i was gonna bring that to so yeah man it's it's just um it's just i want to say it's a personality trait or it's it's been it's been andy all his life and now I'm just applying that to, I can't, I cannot stop it, bro. I, I would love to take a week off because I can. Now we do have help where it, it's doable, but I don't want to, bro. Like it would bug me. This little thing is going, it doesn't stop. And as much as I would like for it, I actually yeah. like it. I like, it. I like it this way, you know? So it's, it's a, it's a whining thing. Just, uh, that flame just keeps going and put gasoline or don't put gasoline. I see it. See it, bro. It's, it bugs. It bugs me, but but it's a it's it's a responsibility that I know, bro. I keep going back to it, but I know God put that wiring on me for a reason. And so far, I feel like I'm not abusing it, and I I am intentionally working on making sure that I do not abuse it, and that um that the intentions stay stay solid, and and then just almost um, making sure that I that I'm not I'm not shying away from exposing myself and knowing that I come from from a good place with good intentions and putting it out there. Cause sometimes you do think like people might look at your posts or you coming out and doing whatever you're doing and people th- thinking or saying like, yes, they can, can say, cree? you know, cause those, those are things that are always going to come to mind. Yeah. But I know going back to what I know is in my heart, what my real intentions are, I need to make sure that that's not a thing. I need to keep pressing forward and do what I know I'm, I'm supposed to do. And, and uh, and hoping that it, it benefits them because someone doing some nice, a good gesture, some people might say, like, why do you have to promote that you're going to go out and, and build a home? Like, why don't you just do it? And, and you don't have to be promoting that. So then you'll always get to two perspectives. But I'm hoping that by doing that, people then get inspired to say, you know, what, I want to do something like that. Knowing that there's people that are that could say you don't have to be you can do it. With good need. Have to be promoting it. You know, you know, like for me, uh, when, when I did that triathlon and I, and I did it to, you know, raise money for some kids in Salvador, you know, I, I, I met a few people who didn't do triathlons, but they would do races and they would take their money. They would do fundraisers and then uh, help other people out. 
I'm just like, yo, that's exactly what I would want to do. You know, be like a philanthropist at some point. Yeah, and if you sure. think about these like success, super like gazillionaire successful people, that's part of their portfolio if you think about it, right? They're probably really, you know, they take wealth important, uh, they take wealth, you know, you know, like money, that's important to them. Health is important to them. Family is important to them. But there's also a segment as well to help others. So yeah. talk talk about that. Talk about your uh, the, the folks that you helped in Mexico. How did you come about that? Yeah, it, it was, um, look, I know how it is. I know how it is in some of these places. I know, so man. when you're the worst, there is, and it, it is something that comes, it's got to come from within, you know, you, I don't know. I, I don't know if everybody has it and not everybody has to have it. I know everybody has their own challenges, but it was a, a personal goal for me to make sure that I also give back, man, because I've been blessed more than than I could have imagined. There's a lot of things that I put out there to the universe and I told myself that I believe this could happen. And a lot of these things freaking happen, you know, so then now it's my my responsibility to to give back if you know i find myself in a position where i can so you know if 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 i'm able to continue to do this in the future then then you best believe that i that i'm going to continue to do it if there's anything i could do to help you out man let me know I'd love to help you out so hey listen uh thank you for your time you know um i know you're a busy dude you're taking over the world so the fact that you're giving me a few minutes of your uh, day man i'm brother, really appreciative I I'm gonna I'm gonna finish with some rapid questions. All right. Vamos a ver que it needs to just bam bam bam. All right, here we go. If you had to write a book tomorrow, what would you name it? I'd call it uh Believe. Believe. What chapter in the book are you in? One. Ooh, <laughs> nice, nice, nice. You're in the introduction, right? Like the, <laughs> yeah. If you could go back and give your 18 year old self one piece of advice, what would it be? You're right. Elaborate on that, man. It, it goes back to believe because there's a lot of things that, that a lot of naysayers, I grew up with 99% of the people around me calling me crazy and 90% of the people typically convince the one percenters that, yeah, that's not for us. You know, so I think that there, there is, Andy's not the only one out of his, 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 uh, his, what do you call it? Uh, the, the people that we all graduate out of his group of friends, his peers. Yeah. His peers. That, right. You know, from, humble place from what I recall or what I'm aware of where I'm at right now. I, I feel like I'm the only one out of the group, but I was not the only one with the potential. I think that there was so many of our people that had the potential to do way bigger, and better things, things that their hearts desired, but someone must have convinced them that that ain't for us or that ain't, that ain't possible. So I would tell myself, keep going, brother. Like you're, you're going to do it. There you go. I like that, man. If you could be, if you could be remembered for one thing, what would it be? Giving. I like that, and I believe that, man. I, I mean, I, I think what you're doing is is amazing, and like you said, chapter one. I can only imagine uh, where this thing's going, and it's going far and beyond. Come on, Toy Story. <laughs> Why is owning real estate so important? 
Well, one, I don't know uh, too many other. I, I know that there's so many ways to, you know, to, to make, uh, you know, money, if you want to call it that, or investments. But I don't know too many other investments. That's just being completely vulnerable because I know that there's so many ways to do it. But uh, if, if, it were, um, if we're talking investments, real estate uh, pertaining to investments, it's just something that you can continue to pass on to, to the next generations. It's not something that takes too much knowledge for you to run it after you're gone. You could have a property management a company run that for you while someone else pays your rent. You got a cash flow. You can continue doing whatever you're passionate about and, and knowing that you have that drip there that can continue to be passed on. Yeah. And then I think, I think what people fail to understand when it comes to real estate is that when you talk about blueprints, like in this country, that quote unquote successful people, you know, have laid out for us, everybody, right? Almost everybody who's been very, very successful in life has latched on to real estate mm -hmm. in some shape, way or form, you know, some, in some way, uh, whether it's home ownership or like you said, rentals, development, like whatever, there's like, it's, it's such a broad spectrum, mm -hmm. right? But I think, you know, I'm a fan of real estate. I'm, I, 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 like I told you one time, I wanna master real estate. I wanna be able mm -hmm. to get, every type of real estate that you can possibly yeah. get to the point where my, my goal is to have real estate in every continent well except for you know the north and the south you know antarctica right but <laughs> but you know to, to to have uh real estate in europe to have real estate in africa to have real estate and then to have that be a like a, a way where i can kind of set up shop and, and and be able to travel go around because okay. we live in one world man I'm, I'm, a, I'm a hippie like that you know i'm a big believer that we're all one we're under this one roof and to be able to you know go to these places man um you know like i, I was joking with the other day i was like hey man we got to go to paris one day you know like I'm, I'm a big fan of that and i see myself doing that so and i feel like real estate is going to be a, a great vehicle uh, not just for me, but I think anybody who wants to participate in that, right? Um, so again, man, thanks so much, dude, for for hanging out with me, man. It really does mean a lot to me. Where where yep. can people uh, find you? I know we're gonna be doing big things in the future, but for now, Primero, where can people find you? Primero Dios, yes, uh, that's that's the target. That's what we're striving for. And same same handle, Andy's underscore home loans. Follow me and. And tell your friends. <laughs> <laughs> there you yeah, go, no. man. Pues un, un placer, brother. Again. And uh, ahí nos vemos pronto. Primero Dios, yeah. All right, brother. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you haven't done so yet, make sure you subscribe to this podcast. I'll see you on the next episode of The Key Box podcast.